Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a palace right here. So, I just want to highlight where you're strong at. I got you. And where he's strong at. For sure. From the person that mixes the podcast every week. When this thing get out of hand, perspectives change, ideas change. Um, what you tell yourself? How... How you, that your outlook change, all that kind of change, and things are the best and the greatest when it's raw. For sure. Right? We all had that debate about whose album was the best album. Right. Always the first album. Word. Wow. Always the first Shit. album. Raw. True. True. So y'all motherfuckers is raw right now, and I like it. Word. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to say... Because I, I don't know when the next time I'm going to be able to see y'all in person. Right, right. It's from the person that get the first listen. You know what I mean? I get to hear first. I get to hear before everybody, before it goes out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure like, yo. Yo, y'all doing a great job. And I just wanted to just tell you in person, yo, you be highlighting some shit. And you be like, the light bulb be going off. Like, like, you, like a lot of shit you say, Fucking light bulb be bulbs be going off. So I just want you to kind of hone in on that, hone in on that that strength. If you didn't know, if you didn't know, right? You know now. For sure. I, I got you. All right. Absolutely. All right. So look, he's a goofball sometimes. You know what I mean? And so he, he you know, he, he has the appendix to make people. Either hate him <laughs> or laugh their ass off. Like he's a he's like right. So he's the he's the he's the he's the, he's the black or white, right? You look great. It's a bunch of us. I'm a hand the colony. Everybody on a mountain, everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it, I'ma win a baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash a bird. 40 on the tech. Yeah, I make the nerdy if it's at the appellation to the appellation. I'ma do whatever that it takes to make a black a nation. Hold on. In American history, this can actually be a debate. Which was the one thing we should cure first? COVID or racism? You know? I don't know which one you should have cured first, racism or COVID. Now, Anif has been a soldier for what's going on for Black Americans as far as, you know, this is going to sound crazy, but it's just realistic. Just the, the, the Black dead Americans that been slain by you know what, you know what I mean, by you know who, by the, by the organizations, you know? We gonna get into all that. But we wanna just, you know, flip a, flip a clip to you, you know, flip a clip. This is back in the day. This is uh, the episode, The Ballot Order Booty. I don't even know what number this is, but this is definitely weeks ago. Did black American men fail Breonna Taylor? Unfortunately, um, I have to say that black men have failed Breonna Taylor. Um, and I'm going to say it started with uh, Brianna Taylor's father. Uh, I've been trying to research and find information on who Brianna Taylor's father was because he's not showing up in any of the, the rallies. He's not at any of the documentaries, any of the articles that you read. They always speak, you know, of her mother. When, when we did that episode, when we did that episode, um, 
I was curious because I'm like, yo, where the hell is her father at? Yeah. And I yeah. could not find anything about her father. And lo and behold, I actually did find out what happened where her father was involved. Her father was convicted of murder. Yeah. And apparently he like had an altercation with one of his clients who was a crackhead. And that person ended up getting killed. And he ended up getting a long sentence in jail. I don't know if it's life or whatever, but the reason why he wasn't in Brianna's life uh, was because he was incarcerated. So I still feel like he's at fault because it's like this. You know, I'm a father of a daughter and there's decisions that I made to ensure that I'm going to be free and available to meet my daughter's needs. And some that just didn't resonate with how I grew up, where I grew up, and all of that. And I've never been a street but there's just decisions that I made to ensure that I would never go away and leave my daughter vulnerable in that situation. I think it was the day that Hov put his music back on Spotify that led me to believe that he was going to lose the title to a square named Jack Dorsey. What say you? Yo, as soon as Hov sells title, I will cancel my family plan. I currently pay for the highest tiered family plan that allows for me to listen to title myself and distribute to a few of my family members to listen as well. When Hove is gone, I am no longer going to be a title subscriber and I will probably end up being an a, a iTunes subscriber because before title, I was one of them. Uh, remember when Apple had the uh, Beast by Dre? Yeah. Uh, app. Yeah. Like, Dre had the app where all of the music went through, and that was my thing. But then when Tidal came, I'm like, oh, Hove got his own app. I'm going to support that. I'm a rock. And I've been a loyal Tidal supporter since uh, 2016. So four years now. But as soon as Hove is not the owner, I'm out. It's wild. I I wonder what made Tidal the, the, the third the third streaming service behind Spotify, behind Apple. You know, where, where, where did it where did it go wrong at? No, they started. They started, they started in the back. You know what I'm saying? But then you got to remember, like, Spotify, you know, picked up where they... Spotify went in the podcast and they started making investments into other ventures where people just kind of like gravitated towards that. So it's always Apple number one, Spotify number two, Title was trying to gain market share at number three, but for whatever reason, they just never gained traction. And if it's just because only black people are trying to support it, you know, I get it. But, you know, I was, if, if, if for anything, I was one of the people from day one, like, yo, Hove got a, Hove got a service, we rocking, and I've been promoting it, and I know a few of my friends have titles strictly because I advise them to get it. Hey, yo, look at... <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo, my man, hold on. As a, as a title subscriber, we did... 
we didn't have that conversation. But you don't have time because of me. No, I don't. But but uh, it's all good. I mean, but listen, we like minded. You know what I'm saying? It's no big deal. We ain't gonna argue over that, dog. We ain't gonna argue over the greatness of title. You know what I'm saying? I was actually thinking about you know getting my application to title with this podcast. And like, this is crazy. Yeah. This where we gonna go? We're gonna, where we gonna go? So listen, this is one thing I want to clear up real quick. Yeah. Is that I don't have a problem with black people creating spaces, building up the equity in those spaces, and then selling them to white people. I don't have an issue with that. So if Hove bought title for $56 million with Rihanna, Kanye, Nicki Minaj, and all of these people that he touted us to come to title with, if he bought it for $56 million, and he sells it for $120 million with the profit, it's a win. It's a win. Hove is going to figure out something else where we can gravitate towards, but I'm not mad at him selling it if, if he can get a profit from it. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pally right here. Welcome to the Late Night Cafe with your poet, the pilot of the Tuskegee training, the now river of Newark, New Jersey, and the greatest Henny Badger who ever lived, Sore Naru. Oh, listen, yo. Uh, black American and my black Carolyn About to be your only fans, been a pack for a grand Stack that pan for a late night flight We about to ball up, let me mess it with the brand I don't need a label for an actor but a band. I just need you to put the stack up in my hand Who the fuck is you? I ain't deafening up your hand Bam, bam, giddy up, saddle up and scram Started off fast cause of ADHD Shine so bright, 10 ADHD Girl, don't complain about the new That you fucking uh, old cheap, you can't pay the late fee I don't give up, me and Ben AC With a better AC, go ahead, pop a squad Girl, mop it up like big mama mop Put it out like Venus, I tie Back to these whack ass, black dick and that's mad cause a black got a black on business LLC, girl, you know what that mean? This my house, I don't have no tenant Who wants smoke, got mad more spinach Who got drip, I'll rag your linen Me, Pablo, Ricardo, they got guns like Castro with them Started out fly, university high Hawthorne, didn't wanna bury me, why? A17 in a Subaru box in a Mickey D shirt Tryna hurry these fries Age 18, drop pies at the door When I was 19, fake bash, top flight 20 years old, do the kids in the city 21 mils, wanna suck the class right Age 27, I'll put it for the dish Let's the boss lady after working on the shift what a mighty caller with an unemployment check 29 started selling purple for the flip 30 years old, wrote trash, new rhymes Lost boys paid for a Lex Coupe line 33 running my radio regime Bombs away, I'm the next shoot time Ricky Ross got his 87 acres, Easy got his 1,000 acres, and now Dave Chappelle is set to purchase a Ohio fire station to convert into a comedy club. Hanif, is this the year of the black real estate developer? Yes. Um, I'm appreciative of black people understanding what ownership means and taking full advantage of it. You know what I'm saying? Dave Chappelle owning a comedy club makes all the sense in the world. 
because Dave Chappelle is arguably the best comedian in the world at this point. Yes. So him owning a comedy club and creating a venue and a space where people can come up and the next Dave Chappelle could potentially come through that circuit, that's that's that makes all the sense in the world to me. In Ohio at that. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's very different because usually a great comedy uh, comedy clubs come from New York, yeah. come from LA, come right. from uh, maybe, maybe I want to say DC. Yeah, you know DC, um, like upstate New York, like close to Canada. Yeah, because there's a lot of Canadians that's coming to the states and they be flourishing. Right. You know, even if you want to go back in the day to the '80s, you mean Dan Aykroyd, uh, Chevy Chase. Um, what's the dude that did uh, Mike Myers? I was about to say the dude okay. that did um, Austin Powers. Spy who shagged me. Exactly. You know what I mean? So um, there's been a lot of great comedians that you know that been in you know up north basically, but New York, LA, be for the most part. For sure. Yeah, you know I mean, but that's dope. I mean, I mean, look, Middle America has a voice. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to be funny when I say this. I mean, Middle America has a voice. Seventy million people voted for you know who. Word. So there is a voice, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? For sure. As far as just this quote unquote, oh, we're gonna be a red state, whatever the f- that means. Right. That don't mean nothing. I don't even know why they think that means something, but you know, if that's what they rep, that's what they rep. But I'm just saying, to get whatever comedy comes out of that type of feeling, that type of uh, area, it's something to behold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To at least acknowledge. Hey, yo, what the f? This is a palace f- right here. As the term, come as you are in the house of the Lord, got out of hand. Traditional black Christians seem to think so. <laughs> Yo, so I was talking to my man, one of my mans that had been promoting the podcast as of late. So get everybody to just say, hey, look, what you think about the podcast? Is it dope? Is it this? Is it that? Whatever, 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 whatever. So we got into a heated debate about how he how he dresses when he go to church. Mm-hmm. So he goes to a church where ninety percent of the people that go to the church have this traditional Black American, you know, approach to it, right. where they basically basically going to come Sunday best. Right now, if you want to get you know super woke into it, that's right. I'm going to use the W word. You want to get super woke woke into the logic. Sunday best is actually some slavery shit. Right. That's a slave mentality type of uh, conduct right there, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, that doesn't mean that that conduct has not produced doctors, lawyers, teachers, entertainers, great people in the Black American culture through this Sunday best mentality. Right. So that's why it exists to this day, because... People became winners and winners win. So it is what it is. Now, fast forward into this new era where millennials will say, well, you know what? I'm not investing my money in buying suits and slacks when I don't really have to wear that all the time. I'm just got to just I just get to just chill. It's not that serious. Right. Like I could wear some dope, but, you know, as long as long as it. If I can, if it only cost me seventy dollars to get fly, like yo, and I look right, this is this is where it's at. For sure, that's millennial talking. That's cool. So, 
you come to church, jeans, maybe if you come with a hoodie, it don't even matter at this point because you take the come as you are right. as this new level thinking where it's like, hey, like, yo, I'm, well, I'm going to come as I am. Like, yo, what's the, I'm just coming for a sermon. It's not that serious. Yeah. The traditionalists are looking like, what the, what's this about? Yeah. Now it's an issue. Old head churches are going to die off probably because of that thought process because realistically in the new era, right. you're like, okay, well, this is the new era. Yeah. You got to reach these new people because even though they look, you know, whatever you think they look like, yeah. they the new people with money, right. new people with jobs, new people with, you know, that's that that wants motiv- want motivation, but you probably turned them around For sure. because you made them look like, you know, they're looking kind of different. Which, you know, and I ain't going to lie, here's where I would understand, I'm about, you know, you can say whatever you want, where I understand on on the, their end, because again, they have been teachers, doctors, lawyers that yeah. been through that Sunday best. My thing is this, why don't the new people, like the millennials that, that want to dress down, you can go go to a church that is more welcoming to that. Right. Don't fight a culture that's going to die off anyway. Mm. Like, that's just my whole point to that. What say you on that? So, I mean, at some point, there has to be a transition, right? Because mm-hmm. the people who are going to die off have to pass the torch to somebody to take it over. Right. And if they're looking for more traditionalist people... They're just going to gravitate towards another group of people who are going to alienate the same people that they've been alienating and their church family is not going to grow. Right. So when you say come as you are and accept everybody for who they are, like I know for me, right, like if I could go to church in a sweatsuit, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's easy for me. Like, yo, I was running errands Sunday morning anyway, and it's like, all right, let me go to church and get my word and, you know, feel that vibe. Without being judged, I'm more apt to go to church than that. But if I know I got to go home, change, put on a suit and a tie and all that, because that's how we grew up. Remember going to church. Like, your father was like, yo, you got to put on a tie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't had no ties. Right. He's like, yo, I got a tie for you. You got to wear a tie, though. So we grew up in that 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 traditionalist sense where mm. it was like, this is how we got to go to church. But I know that I probably would have went to church more often if I knew that I could just throw on my sweats, go to church, do get my word, leave church, go have lunch, go run my family errands or whatever I got to do. It makes it easier and more convenient for me. So I'm going to shout out a church that is local as far as in Essex County. Uh-huh. And I'm going to shout them out not only because, uh, you know, my older sister Shakia's uh, funeral, uh, Wake was there, but because they broke the mold. They broke the mold, in my opinion, like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. In, like in the mid-2000s, Christian Love Baptist Church in Irvington. Okay. Where uh-huh. they already was very millennial in their approach anyway. Right. Jeans dressed down. The choir was dressed down, but it was rocking. It was yeah. love. It was, yeah. they were still in their worship of God. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, so they, they broke that barrier. Yeah. That stigmatism, they broke that. And that's my point that I was trying to tell my, my homeboy. I was like, yo, look, you just want to, like me personally, I don't, in business, you may want to live in some type of, uncomfortability. Mm-hmm. I know when I was doing music, like, yo, you know, hey, 
I'm I'm kind of going broke on getting CDs or going broke on getting flyers. But right. you like, yo, you you believe in what you're doing so hard. Right. You so consistent in that. You like, yo, it don't matter. Like, like even if I don't get to where I want to go, I'm going to get somewhere that's going to get me where I need to be. Like, for sure. In this case, I want to be comfortable. I want to go somewhere where everybody like, yo, you know, whatever. Like, yo, what's up? How you doing? Right, right. Yo, what's right. good? Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it should it have to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, we all just going to worship God. It's not that serious. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't going to lie. I remember when I was young. Man, like, young, young. But, like, in my 20s, I went out with this uh, young lady. She was from Roselle. She was cute, cool. And I rem- I remember we went to, uh, I believe, this church is called Agape. Okay. Sound familiar. Right? Agape. Something like that. It's in, it's in Linden, Rawway. Something like that. So, I ain't going to lie. She came off, she took her sweater off, so she had this, like, in my opinion, it was a very, like, it was a club dress. Like, sexy. Yeah. You know, traditionalist, I'm raised in a traditionalist, you know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of said something, like, I'm like... You wore that to church? Like, you wore that? Like, that's how you coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, what you mean? And... And I ain't gonna lie, I never back and forth though. Like after she said it like that, I just left it alone. Like, all right, f- it. you know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know, I, who am I to judge? Cause I don't even go to church like I used to, you know what I'm saying? For sure. So I don't even want to sit there and, and, and pop that and pop that off like that. But that's a struggle for black women too. You know what I'm saying? Black women with who are hippie, curvy, you know what I'm saying, voluptuous, or however you want to term it, they can wear a regular dress that another woman would have wore and it appears to be out of context because their body is filling it out in a way that, you know, makes men look and pay attention. You're being very nice. I appreciate you. I feel like she wore definitely a dress. I would have saw her at the lobby in Elizabeth. No problem. Right. Okay. Like, and, and here's the thing with that. It's like, yo, I can't even tell you because the, you know, come as you are. I can't sit there and say, like, you wrong for coming like that. But I don't want to confuse my club with my church either. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because I don't know whether I'm supposed to be like, buy you a drink or get you a cracker and a a grape juice. I don't know right now. Is this a good time to interject that (laughs) the Pope has been caught two times liking the picture of women who are scantily clad on Instagram. So I actually wanted to put that in my, uh, this is some BS, you know, this is some bullshit segment. I actually had that. It's the last one. You know, the last one is always the one, you you know, you know what that, you know know what that is. But, but all right, I won't get into like the bigger, bigger part of my joke. So it's going to make it so great. But (laughs) <laughs> I will, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I right, since you said that, shouldn't we be like? I'm not saying we should be okay with this, but we should be okay with this, based on what we have dealt with with priests, right? How about that? You know, I'm just saying, you know, like, yeah, I get it. This pope's like, but 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 he go, but he go my problem with it. And, I, and I'm not, I'm not going to come at Margaret, uh, I think her name Margo is... Margot Fox. Margot Fox. I'm not going to come at her 
because, you know, women are just, you know, just jump on top of us, and which would be great, but, you know, it won't be in the way I would like it. Right. So the, here's the issue with that. Why do you have to do it for IG? And when I say IG, I'm not talking about Instagram. I'm talking about instant gratification. What does that do for you? What does that do for you? Okay, yeah. yes, the okay. I no, actually, it does everything for you. That's interesting. You know what I mean? It does, it does everything for you. You know, it does nothing for the Pope. Yeah. But at the same time, you should feel honored. Yeah. Like, have you not watched the Pope that was on HBO? Yo, the it's the Pope. The Pope can get anytime he want. Yeah, yeah. Pope can come. Hey, yo, man, sweetheart, turn that around. Who told you that wanted to see you from the front? What are you talking about? You know, I don't understand, but she did that for favor. She did some Kyrie Irving. Shit. I'm doing shit for favor out here. Like, I need more likes. I need more love. I need more self validation out here. Right. It's sure. ridiculous. You know what I mean? That Pope didn't have to go through that because I swear, if that Pope was, you know, out here touching little boys, he was double tapping little boys. Right. You know, it would be like, It'd be controversy. It wouldn't be, oh, get this motherfucker the f*** out of here. It'd be like, no, 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 let's wait until God says something about it. Time to play the game where we find out who's capping. It is... This is... Find out if this is the book. According to iNews, look, I'm serious, folks. There's a website that has copyrighted the letter I before anyone else. Congrats anyway. The Burmese python are not only extremely invasive species in the Everglades area of South Florida, but they can also be served up in restaurants if scientists can confirm that they are healthy to eat. Is it bullshit that in 2021, the meaning 24-inch pythons will be coined delicacy in Miami? Yo, this is some bullshit because my anaconda don't want nothing. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna go next. Houdini group. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Houdini group member John Fletcher, better known as Ecstasy, has passed away on December 23rd. He and his partner, Jalil Hutchins, are known for being one of the first rap groups to add RB elements to their music such as The Friends and One Love, One Love. Buckets to have just one love. Yeah. So, I need, is it bullshit that Houdini didn't do a collab with Little Yachty, Uzi Vert, and Young Thug, seeing how they all dressed alike? Yo, that shit would have been flames. <laughs> According to New Jersey Globe, Nook's tax collector, and the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase's number one fan, Ernest Turner, has resigned after auditors found a substantial amount of city funds missing with some of the checks being written to Turner himself. 
Seeing how Ernest Turner handles the collections of properties, facility bills, and tax liens, is it some bullshit that his annual salary of $141,416 isn't going towards your rent? My rent, 1100 Got it, bro. Come on. Throw that shit over, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get that Essex County COVID fund ready for me, bro. Early. <laughs> All right, last one, last one. Vatican superstar Pope Francis got caught engaging with OnlyFans star Margot Fox on Instagram after she did what most naked women on Instagram would do. Share your personals to the world for Uber validation. I need, is it bullshit? that we shame a pope for giving a woman a like, but then turn around and say only God can judge me if a priest give a boy a double tap. Don't answer that, you already know it's the bullshit. Thank you, Thank you, bye-bye. What do you want? Yeah. yeah. Hey, We are potting right now, man. Okay. How you doing? I am all right. You good? You still hate me? I never hated you. All right. Good. As long as you don't um, hate me. Mr. Jesse. Yeah, what's up? You should come right here and smoke with me and keep me company while I rap. Oh. He's paying for these ungrateful ass little Do that. Okay, okay. When you want me to do that? What? When you want me to do that? Whatever you finish with your power session. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. I'm going to bust my own move. I don't need him anymore. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pally right here.